What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. And tonight, I'm going to be discussing with you the very powerful reality of apolytrosis, or redemption, and the implications of redemption as a, an organic part of the riches of divine grace. Please understand that in the Greek New Testament, the word grace or katas is a noun of action. The word agape that occurs in John 3.16, where we read, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not die or perish, but have eternal life. The Greek text has eternal life, not everlasting life, but eternal life. So the word there, agape, is also a noun of action. The word faith, or pistis, in the Greek New Testament, is also a noun of action. So we have the grace of God, or catas, which is a noun of action, agape is a noun of action, and pistis or faith is also a noun of action. Let me say also that in the Greek New Testament, there are very few passive verbs. And I want to emphasize that because we are living in a time that emphasizes passivity with regard to our faith. And let me go on to explain to you that in the Greek New Testament, the word believer or believers, plural, means the constantly believing ones, 
the constantly believing ones. Sometimes the word believer is used in the aorist. That is, at a point in time, an individual uh, believed in the person of Jesus. But listen, that word uh, believer means also, it means, yes, at a point in time, an individual believed the euangelion, the gospel. But there is to be, there is to accompany that initial belief growth in awareness of the person of Jesus. When the believer studies the word of God, he takes the word of God into his mind where it is gnosis, it is knowledge. It is by faith that the word that the believer intakes is trans, it is trans, transformed by faith into epinosis, or what the Greek New Testament refers to as complete knowledge. It is this knowledge that the believer uses or stores in his soul, and it is usable doctrine, usable teaching, directive teaching, energizing teaching. It is a teaching that causes the believer to live in a way that is well-pleasing unto God. Indeed, this purpose of studying the word of God is to have one's will to conform to God's will. It is as our will is conformed to God's will through the intake and belief of the word by faith that we are being transformed into the image of Christ. It is wonderful uh, what God has prepared for us. Now, I'm going to be reading from Ephesians chapter 1. Paul arrived in Ephesus on his third missionary journey. And the theme of his letter to the church at Ephesus is our union with Christ and our duty to live as such. The uh, wonderful prepositional phrase, in Christ, uh, is used, that is the, the preposition in, I-N, occurs no less than 120 times in the Greek text. It is the biggest word in the book. So, and then we have the prepositional phrase that Paul always uses, that he uses throughout his letter to the Ephesians. It is in Christ or in him. We have the Greek prep, preposition in, E-N, and then the object of the, of the preposition, Christ. So, the preposition in means location. It denotes location. And so the believer is within the sphere of Christ. The preposition in is therefore, uh, it, it is locative, or is, again, it bespeaks location, 
and the preposition "n" as "en" in the Greek, as used by Paul, is also a preposition of rest. And so, it powerfully speaks to who the believer is and whose the believer is. We belong, you and I belong to Jesus. We are in a conjoint relationship with Jesus. Since believers are said to be in Christ, we have an organic union with him. We have a powerful association with him in many uh, profound ways. So this is what Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 1. And I'm going to read uh, down to verse 7, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. Paul, quote, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints in Ephesus. Indeed, the title in the Greek of this letter is in Ephesus or in Ephesus, the, the faithful in Christ Jesus. And there we have that powerful prepositional phrase, in Christ. Here it is, in Christ Jesus. So, at the beginning, the term Christ, the word Christ, was a formal designation. Uh, and... Uh, it is in the Hebrew, uh, it is Mashiach or, Mash- or Messiah. In Greek, it is Christos. In the English, it has become Christ. It is now a personal title, a personal, his personal name. And then we have Yesu, verse 2, Kadas and Irene, or grace and peace to you. Out from God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Notice the syntax and notice the way, notice the syntactical structure of the sentence. We have grace, God's undeserved favor extended to us, grace of God. And remember, grace is a noun of action. And so, God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Because we have been graced out, we have also God's peace, God's own irony, God's own peace. Now, I'm not going to have time to read through uh, all the verses. I'm going to go to verse 7 now. Quote, in him. Notice the prepositional phrase at the beginning of the sentence, in him, that is, in Jesus. We have redemption through his blood or his sacrifice. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. There's that word again. That he lavished on or into us with all wisdom and understanding, unquote. So the word Apolotrosis that has been transliterated as redemption means buying back a slave or captive. 
It also means making him free, that is the slave, by payment of a ransom. It also means release, acquittal, redeemed. And so we have powerful realities that God has done for us through the person of Jesus. And I want you to understand, you and I live in a time in which people are want to erase our Christian past. They want to destroy or wipe out our Christian future. We live in a time in which persons want to denigrate the present and what it means to be a believer. They want to erase God from our consciousness and have us concentrate only on what happens within the satanic cosmos. They want to erase meaning and purpose from your lives. They want you to feel constant guilt They want you to be under threat. They want you to live under constant abiding fear that tears down the soul, that denigrates the soul, that demeans the person, that eradicates any true self-understanding. In contrast to what, uh, what the rulers of this present darkness want you to feel and believe about yourself. Think carefully about the riches of divine grace you have in Christ. We live in a time in which you and I cannot afford not to constantly think scripture. We need to constantly think and meditate upon the word of Remember Psalm 1. Please read Psalm 1. And remember the first chapter of the book of Joshua. Okay? God tells, in Joshua 1, tells Joshua to take action. You and I are to take action. We are to do those things that uh, God has called us to do. And that is what? To study the word of God, to allow the word of God to transform our spirit. We need to hear the word of God. We need to obey the word of God. We need to make the word of God, give the word of God our constant attention. Because if you do this, you will never be defeated. Joshua 1.7 reads, quote, be strong. And very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Unquote. Good evening. My name is Dr. Josiah Rich, and God bless you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.